0: Mark and Sarah talk about songs. Talk about songs. Talk about songs. <laughs> I love that one. Oh my god, me too. Hello, everybody. I'm Sarah D. Bunting. I'm here with Mark Blankenship, and this is Mark and Sarah Talk About Songs. Strangely enough, we'll be talking about a song today. It is our first country song on the show. It's called Mayday by Cam. Mm-hmm. Right, I, That's I wrote this down wrong. And was like, wait, is it called Cam by Mayday? No, Do it's Mayday. Up? It's
1: Mayday by Cam. Mayday
0: by Cam, uh, and that long time, well, whatever, sometime listeners may have noticed that that is a brand new version of our theme song from David Gregory Byrne. It is the coffee house version. and It is my personal pet. Oh my god, I love
1: it. I mean, if you're not in Central Perk, when you hear that, if that, is, that's, I don't know what to say to you. That's where it takes me.
0: Yes, with a big Felicity sweater on, <laughs> staring into the middle New York distance.
1: And looking at a poster of Duncan Cheek. I mean, that's oh, the, only thing, that's oh, there the it is. only thing you can do.
0: And that's our episode, folks. <laughs> See you next Bye, time. everyone. Just kidding. Um, Mayday. Mark, tell us about it. Okay, well, I
1: wanted to bring this in because, first of all, Mayday is a song by a country singer named Cam who broke through last year with a beautiful ballad called Burning House. And in a country music field that is always, always resistant to women, no matter how long they've been around, but is especially resistant to new female artists, Cam managed to have an enormous hit with a, with a spare, sad acoustic ballad, which was basically unheard of, uh, and remains unheard of. And I just really was taken by that song, and then ended up buying her whole album, and was taken by the rest of the album. And one of my favorite songs upon hearing uh, was Mayday, which is, quite frankly, has immediately gone into the rotation in my shower. So, like, you might hear me singing Mayday from the shower at any point, and it is now the second single from Cam's debut album, So let's just take a moment to hear a snippet.
0: You are overbearing, I'm not in love, but I don't want to tell you. And we've been contemplating how to give it up, but I can't convince you. And we've been hopelessly holding too tight when we don't even need to. The water fills this sinking ship I know we have to leave too
1: so much okay so let me also just say that we do encourage you always to download the songs that we talk about and we will include a link to that at the end of this episode and with a song like this from an artist like this i think it actually matters even more because cam is the kind of artist who needs continual support to maintain her uh foothold in the industry but that will get off my soapbox about that the reason i love th- the reasons i love this song are many one is when I hear a country song,, uh, Sarah, it's so true. I want to have my heart broken. i want I love sad songs by country ladies. i If a country lady is singing to me, I want it to be some shit. It's broken hearts, relationships, dreams, houses. I want it all to be fucking up. <laughs> and this song is just so like perfectly sad. and I love a country lyric because country lyrics are always I think the, the the bar for country lyrics is higher than it is in any other Absolutely. genre. Absolutely. And I feel like that the line, you are overbearing, I'm not in love, but I don't want to tell you, what a wonderful opening line to a song. You are overbearing, I'm not in love, but I don't want to tell you. That's a great way of letting me know what the fuck is wrong with this relationship. And, uh, I just think also I love the musical progression of this song, like the way that she gets so overwhelmed, at least it seems to me, that she can't even speak words before she hits the chorus. She just makes those like,
0: oh, oh, oh. like
1: that She just <laughs> there's just something so like inchoate, I guess, about the emotion at that moment of the song. And then all she can do is scream for help and uh mayday and i just find the emotional dramaturgical arc of that to be incredibly satisfying and what you don't (laughs) hear in that snippet but what is true of the second verse bridge and final chorus of that song is that she starts pointing out how she is contributing to the problem and she knows that the relationship is terrible just as well as he knows it but neither one of them are brave enough to do anything about it so she is basically poking holes in her own raft and then screaming for help which i just think is so true to me as experiences that i've had where i've known that a relationship was fucking destroying me but i couldn't do anything about it somehow yeah it's
0: like maybe someone will get hit by lightning yeah and you're and like we won't have to fucking do this anymore and it's yeah. like
1: we both know that this is terrible can we no i wish someone would come and help us yeah or maybe right maybe you'll yeah. just i don't know get botulism and we'll be know <laughs> a girl can dream the other thing I really love about this song is the musical insistency in it. And I'm hearing it in these really nice headphones that Sarah provided for today's recording, thank you, I'm really much more cognizant of the heavy drum beats under the song. And I credit that, at least partially, to the producer of the song, whose name is Jeff Basker, who actually is known mostly for production work on songs like We Are Young by Fun. And um, uh, Just Give Me a Reason by Pink and Nate Ruiz from Fun. And he also did uh, All of the Lights by Kanye West. And yet here he is adding this sort of power pop drama to this country song. And obviously country music and power pop are almost indistinguishable from one another now anyway. But I just think that he adds a layer of drama to the production that suits the lyric. And I also love that Cam... As a singer, and this is true for her entire album, untamed uh, I love every song on it, except for one uh it's just there's one bad one, but whatever, but she does not oversing. She has the control to communicate the emotion of a song through nuance, and when she does hit more powerful notes, they're very. Reasonably placed. There are certain country singers whom I love, Carrie Underwood, hey girl, I'm looking at you, who will do what I call the uh, talented but tasteless riff, where it's like, yes, you are talented there is no reason for you to be belting the word the, like it literally has no emotional yeah. weight. <laughs> like, you're going to, you're literally, uh, when you belt a conjunction, then there is no dramaturgical necessity to that belting. But girl, I'm glad you can shake my rafters. But Cam doesn't do that. She is a very thoughtful artist. And, uh, yeah, I didn't realize how excited I was going to get to be talking about this. But Sarah, I'm assuming you didn't know her work before I brought this to the table.
0: I didn't. And you make an interesting point about how basically there's room for one Brandy Carlisle. And until that Brandy Carlisle...
1: Oh, who I love also.
0: Well, yeah, she's great. But, you know, there, there are things that she does that other people can do and in a different way. And I would actually say I liked the simplicity of this arrangement. And my only note, really... On the song is that I what I love about country, even big hat country, which like sometimes I do enjoy because like yes, it's manipulative, but it's successfully so. Um, there's really nowhere to hide. Like <clears throat> you can't if you can't sing, you can't hide that. Like I'm not talking about like timbre or the quality of your voice. Um, and Cam's is very ribbony and pleasant. Uh, but if you, like, if you are pitchy and you can't really stay in tune or, like, narrate your own song that way, you can't really hide. Um, if you don't have a good story that'll have a lot of callbacks and it is a strong, like, central wordplay, mm. there's nowhere to hide. Um, indie music, like, the Stone Roses, that do- I love the Stone Roses really a lot. That guy is legendary for being unable to stay on key and when you pull the lyrics apart, it's just a, like, noun salad. And you're like, <laughs> okay, enjoy your cocaine. I'll be over here. <laughs> Collect- Country is not like that because it's much more, it's much more formalist. Like, even Bluegrass and even Junior Brown has to, like, sit there and, like, work on these puns for, like, weeks. Yeah, and if it doesn't work, he's got to pitch it. And even big hat country, like there's a lot of instruments, but they all have their jobs, and if one of them is fucking up, you will know. Right. Um, so I I mean sometimes I think Brandy Carlyle like underperforms a little. I like is deliberately like, yeah. I'm depressed, that's my brand. Like, oh okay. Cam is like, if Brandy Carlyle ever like let herself wear a skirt <laughs> Um, and been- again, I also love Brandy. But yeah, this is like this song really grows on you, too. You should like when you download it legally, you should listen to it a few times through and sort of I don't know. That's another thing I like about country is that it rewards you for paying attention. Mm,
1: absolutely. Now, if, if we could just uh, take a, a, a side trip for a minute, I did not know that you were a Brandy Carlisle fan. Well, everyone's a Brandy Carlisle fan. You know, it's so funny, I guess I It's like not liking Adele. But I just they'll deport you. I I guess this is the type of, I guess, naive surprise that I had when I went to see her at Radio City Music Hall a few weeks ago and it was sold out. I just keep thinking that nobody knows who Brandy Carlisle is, but apparently she's much more popular than I understood because I
0: I just feel like nobody really talks about her that much. Yeah, I think in a certain segment. Like, I think I'd sort of dwell among that demographic uh-huh. demographic of people that is like, I know a lot of Southern people, I know a lot of musicians. Right. I don't happen to, I don't think, well, I know a few Southern musicians, but that's how I, right. that's how I get that information, that's my pipeline for that, and why it's like in my world. Well, it's just
1: like, I've spent a good portion of my life enjoying
0: um, music that lesbians like,
1: <laughs> often performed by lesbians, like as Brandi Carlisle is, so... I feel like that she came to me through the Indigo Girls. Like even I I, I like the what I think of as the Indigo Girls pipeline. Like right. if you liked the Indigo Girls in 1994, mm-hmm. you will like Brandy Carlisle today. And you will like yes. and like that's in actually similar to Galileo, click. Yes, exactly. But that leads me to back to Cam, which is that I as a rule really Love, I, I I feel like I'm more likely to like a female country artist because I feel like because they have to work harder to get on the radio because there is this unquestionable bias against them, the country artists who actually break through have to be more interesting. Whereas yeah. a lot of male country artists can do the same old boring shtick. Or um, I think Jody Rosen in New York Magazine called it bro country, which is was popular. It's maybe on the way now, but it's like... I'm just gonna think about drinking a beer and then on a the tailgate and I like to look at girls and it's just all that stupid shit. But women can't get away with that because the radio won't play it. So I just feel like yeah. when the women break through, they really have to
0: have a stronger artistic point of view, and I find them very satisfying. Um I would recommend actually that everybody go back like way back. Into the Dolly Parton catalog. Ooh, yes, child. Like, even pre-Jolene. Like, um, Joshua, yeah. Applejack, all of those early Dolly Parton I Want to songs. Be a Mule Skinner. Oh, oh, my God. Mule Skinner Blues, yes. I so good. I love that song. Because she's just like, what? But it's fucking Dolly Parton. And also, at, this, at the time this song came out, it's like 1963. Right. Or do you know her song,
1: uh, uh, Dumb Blonde? It's one of her first solo mm-hmm. songs.
0: Oh, my God. Well
1: and I am from Southeast Tennessee, from Chattanooga, which is very close to Pigeon Forge, which was where Dolly Parton is from. And so I've been to Dollywood. <laughs> I was actually at Dollywood the week it opened in the eighties, and I have since been many, many times. And that's my heart, basically. That's what I have to say about that.
0: Yeah, but that sort of there's always that extra layer in a in a like lady country song a country ballad that's like on top of all the bullshit that she's actually singing about which is like not theoretical right like Loretta Lynn that was (laughs) her life yeah Patsy Cline that was her life uh then on top of that you have what all the other bullshit that it took for you to even hear this song
1: right right
0: that is all braided into it also so which is also
1: one of they, the reasons...
0: Like, there should be a country album that's, like, all country songs by women about having to be country stars.
1: <laughs> like... Well, and, you know, that sort of points to uh, Miranda Lambert, who is uh, another one who... Mm-hmm. We, she, who has actually covered a Brandy Carlisle song, but that's neither here nor there, called uh, Same Old You, but that's neither here nor there. But Brandy, Miranda Lambert is another one who is, like, I am singing songs that are basically about how everybody wants to fuck with me and they are not allowed to do so. And I believe it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. The other thing I love about a female country star, and Carrie Underwood is really good for this, are songs about women getting uh, really outre revenge. (laughs) So, like, you know, songs where, like, (laughs) people die in hurricanes, people die in a secret plot between two women who decide to kill a no-good man...
0: Our goodbye, Earl and the
1: Dixie Chicks. <laughs> she they shot a hound out of a cannon and, yeah, yeah and exactly. him to
0: death. And then there was that. Um, I, I had this in mind already, but like Garth Brooks. Do you remember the Thunder? Rolls? The Thunder rolls. rolls yes,
1: where he plays the 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 domestic abuser in the video with a beard.
0: Oh my God! It was really. Yeah, I mean, it's it's close to the it's close to the shoulder. Some of this stuff, like you know. Yeah. It's not, like, theoretical. It's not abstract. But this goes back to what we were saying before. That it's a very concrete narrative form. And then particularly what they're talking about. But, yeah, you should do a list.
1: Yeah. For the
0: show notes of, like, you know, Rococo Revenge of the Underwood <laughs> Song Catalog. Yes. That would be awesome. Oh, my God. Wood read.
1: There's so many. <laughs> Wood read. Wood bookmark. Well, yeah. you guys, <laughs> that and that brings us back to Cam, who I just think has demonstrated with her debut album that she has the potential to join the ranks of people that we talk about in this genre for quite some time, and I'm excited to see where she goes next, and I hope you agree. Uh, again, it is always a pleasure to talk about these songs with you, Sarah.
0: It's always a pleasure to talk about them with you, Mark, and I'd like to uh, add in parting that I used to have a car named Campbell, what I called Cam. This is an excellent driving song, so thanks for all the miles, Cam, and I will be listening to this song in uh, the new car, Edie, this summer as i'm driving around guys listeners what songs do you want us to talk about
1: we're listening
0: we are please send us an email at talkaboutsongs@gmail.com. At you can write the email and uh, ask us to talk about songs that you like or hate and it doesn't have to be pop songs either no
1: and it doesn't you can hate it you can love it and it are right it doesn't yeah have to be pop. hit us
0: bach as they totally don't say. Um, you can also record uh, yourself talking about the song, doing a little presentation. If you do that, please only use a um, like iTunes sample-sized snippet, like a minute or a minute 30. You can also tweet at us at Talk Songs on Twitter. I am Sarah D. Bunting, and you can find me on Twitter at TomatoNation.
1: I will remind you, before I remind you who I am, that you also are invited, if you would like, to record your own version of our theme song. It just Uh needs to be short. We ask it to be around 15 seconds long, and the only thing that we ask other than that is that it include the words, Mark and Sarah talk about songs. Other than that, and that doesn't have to be in English even. Any Any genre of music, any style of music, video game music... Klezmer music. Oh my god. We welcome it all. Video
0: game klezmer music. We welcome it all.
1: Uh, You're welcome to submit those to us via our email as well. And what's that email address again? That
0: is talkaboutsongs at gmail.com.
1: And I am, as Sarah was saying before, Mark Blankenship, and you can find me on Twitter at at IamBlankenship. And uh, we bid you a fond tear-stained country heartbreak farewell. We do.
0: And we have no idea what songs are going to come up next. We must return now to the randomizer and uh, we hope that you will listen next time and I'm just going to cut all this off in post because I'm fucking rambling. Mark and Sarah talk about songs Talk about songs, talk about